All right, what's going on, everybody? This is What's the Wave, episode number five. My name's Brandon, and the crew is all here today. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. How y'all doing? That's not a response. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Uh, that is a response. That is a response, but I asked him a specific question. I like a specific answer. That's a that's a Jersey answer. I understand. Listen, see, 30, 33 seconds in, y'all re- give me a hard time. Like, it's gonna be difficult. I'm not being difficult. That's that's on you. But, <laughs> but anyways, let's get down to business. Do you know what today is? Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Thursday. It's not Rusev Day. It's not. It's it's Thursday. But it's a very very special Thursday. Shoot me now. <laughs> Nate, what's today? I feel like it's somebody's birthday. You know, I feel you, like it's uh, I feel like it's Kobe. You know, you, you talk right, about right, Kobe right. being Bryant. Kobe being Bryant, twenty seasons with the Lakers, five, oh five rings. That's like this, like that, like that. That's right, our guy. And an Oscar. Our guy. You guys is guy. Let's see how. Does your favorite player have an Oscar? Exactly. Like, it's it's okay. It's it's. Anyways, anyways. What does that have to do with who's better? Big Bang, take Lil Bang. My favorite player, well, my favorite athlete is in his bag. Okay. What's your favorite player is who? Melo. Melo, right? Yeah. Oh, we gonna have a discussion about that. I because he confused me earlier. But regardless of any any of that. Kobe Bryant has turned 40 today. And we was thinking, what was three moments in Kobe's career that stuck out to you? Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Should I go first? I'll let, I want him to go first. I don't know. <laughs> no, see, no, 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 no. Because he's going to troll us. I want to let our stuff marinate first, and right, then so I'm going to get to him. You go first. All right. So, number three. That's alley oop to Shaq in the playoffs of 2000 and... What was 2001, 2002? Yeah, 2001. It was a beauty. It's one of the greatest plays in NBA history. At me, if you think otherwise. Number two. 81 points. Enough said. I watched the game today. I, 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 and I, I got to be honest with y'all. I watched a lot of basketball in my life. I have never in my life seen one person get that hot in a game. And you can go ahead and say that I'm a Kobe homer. You can say that. I don't really mind. You know, I'll admit that to you. But Kobe was absolutely out of his freaking mind that game. Number one is, I don't think people will agree with me on this one, but... The fadeaway on Dwayne Wade to win the game in 2009. 2009, yeah. You don't remember that. No, I remember it. I don't remember the year. Yeah, it's probably. I'm gonna say it was 2009. No, I'm not. Well, well, first of all, first of all, you had plans to be disrespectful. So I'm combating the disrespect. What disrespect? So okay. Continue your banter and your your appreciation. Continue. I will. You know I will, but... What did you say earlier? He who laughs, laughs, laughs the hardest song like that? The loudest, yes. Vince McMahon. Um, yes. Those are my top three Kobe moments. Um, Nate, do you have... I want to know who it's yours, because... Now, let me... Let me... Let me break this down. For me, three would definitely have to be when he dunked on... Nets recently. A few uh, years back. I think you gonna say Dwight Howard because that one. No, that, no, that no. one. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're not done. We're not done. When he dunked on them two, right? Brooke Lopez and, and uh, what is it? Wallace? Jar Wallace. Yeah, Wallace. Jar Wallace. Yeah, there you go. When he dunked on them two, that was insane. Like, I jumped out my seat. I rewinded it like mm-hmm. a few times. Like, that was insane. And he was old. So it's just like, that was a, a punch in the face. I was like, I'm still here. I'm still the greatest. I'm still the GOAT. Number two, I'd say 81 points, of course. That That's, for me, he was out of his mind. Like, explain to me how I can even shoot that many times in the game 
and stay in the game. The only time you're doing that is if you're making every shot. That's exactly. what you're doing. Right. I'd say my number one. My number one. This is gonna be hilarious. 2013 All Star Game. Blocking LeBron James twice. Oh my God. He that went, just. Glad he went that. there. That just. He went there. That just put the stamp on it. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. What did we talk about earlier? When we had this whole Kobe LeBron thing. Okay. Why do you Kobe fans love to try to put LeBron down and make Kobe no, 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 seem no, it's better? It's not that. It's definitely not that. It's definitely not that. What is it? That's then? just my number one moment, only because it got a chance for a lot of people. A lot of people nowadays, they take, they just say, oh, LeBron is the best, or Jordan is the best, and Kobe is just on the side, and he doesn't deserve to be in that conversation. A lot of people hate on Kobe recently. I don't know why. I don't know where it's it become came. a so social you, media trend yeah, for like a, trend. a re- I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it came about. Yep. But as I, as a matter of fact, I know who it came from. LeBron LeBron James fans. Yeah. I, I don't know why that's no. the case, but yeah. I've been doing this before. Okay, but think Bef- about it like this. Think about it like this. The reason why that's my number one is because people only say that yeah he was a better scorer than LeBron James. No, he also played defense. He also knew the game of basketball. When he wanted to play defense, he played defense. No, it's yeah, not just like he LeBron. Wanted. He played. He played defense most majority of the time. You guys, because you guys are putting him as if he's like a James Harden. No offense, but right. you know, you know, they, you no guys offense. act like he never does anything besides shoot. Right, but why is it that you have to? Justify Kobe by putting down LeBron. I'm never putting down LeBron. All I said don't 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 LeBron fans do that for Jordan? Yeah, that's do. a lie. You LeBron put Jordan fans, down. LeBron. That is LeBron a lie. fans put down everybody. LeBron so fans will say that <clears throat> Jordan played against plumbers in the nineties. And off the off the air, off the air, off the I okay, that's fine. But you said Kobe fans, so that's generalizing too. But I'm, off the air, did it. So uh, Okay, we're all general, generalizing. Okay, whatever. But off the air, you did say that because um, I made the point that players in the '90s were less athletic than the guys now. You you said no. So Wait, I'm saying no that they're not less. I, and if they are, it's not a huge gap. Uh, they might be more skilled, but athletic. I don't. I want to say okay. I, okay, I, I, I skilled, okay. Though. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But. Um, I forgot the point I was going to make. So with that being said, what's yours? Before I say mine, right? I only got one. Before I say mine, right? I'm surprised none of y'all mentioned slam dunk contest. Nope. I was going to, but I felt like more and more which were or bigger than that. But nobody mentioned. Did you mention? I don't know. Did you mention sixty-two and three quarters? You did, right? No. I, well, I, I counted eighty-one. So I mean, you know. 60, you know something? We forgot his last game. Like Six, that was that was just freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. Like no, I don't know. That's that for me. That was that was like top. Yeah, that like was, that that game made me just like love basketball. Yes, yeah, like that's that was the reason I love basketball. Kobe Bryant got me into basketball, so of course I'm gonna have a soft spot for him, and that's exactly why I have a soft spot for um Allen Iverson as well. And seeing him in his final game, he did all of that. On bad, bad legs. I mean, let's be let's be real. He was just at the end, like his legs were on his like, his legs were dead at that point, and he did all that against the Jazz, knocked them out the playoffs. That's incredible. Like, I I I don't know how in the hell I forgot that, but I did, and I will. Uh, yeah, I I will not forgive so, myself. For that. I have a good question to me. That you only have one. Like this is what I mean by a lot of people have Kobe hate. Like no, if you want to talk about, I'm not saying that. If you want to talk about Melo, I have multiple top moments. I can go on for days about those players, but people nowadays say, "Oh, Kobe didn't do anything." You can bring up a bunch of moments. You can bring up the championship against the Celtics. No, I'm talking about for you. Why did Why did you only have one? What's the What's the problem? Just to be funny, really. Nah, I mean I understand. That's funny though. Yes. I wish I could see my face because I'm definitely not laughing. Yeah, we're not, we're laughing. not laughing. I'm not laughing. Why are you not laughing? Because that's pathetic. So what's it's funny? Doing? It's cool when y'all make fun of LeBron, but when I'm trying to make fun, I don't make fun of LeBron. You wanna hold? You make fun. Break up an instance. You've never insulted LeBron. Bring up, bring, bring, bring up an instance. You've never called LeBron. Bring up an instance. Names. Yeah. 
There's been moments where you call LeBron a cry baby. You call them all type of stuff. Of course. Well, <laughs> everybody, everybody, technical. Said, Every superstar is kind of a cry baby if you want to be technical. About not really. It. There's only like a handful. That's I haven't not. seen Kobe superstars. Cry. I haven't seen Kobe. Kobe superstars. Kobe, Kobe never cried. Kobe uh, never not, complained. Not, or as much, not as much LeBron. You, Kobe know. wanted a trade from the Lakers at one point. You want to know why? Because you know what? You want to know why? Why? Because why? at that time the front office was not. Trying to give him any help around him, and they were barely making the playoffs. Because he ran his help season. out of the, out of town. Oh, he did. That did both, he not? hold on, hold on. Both sides played into that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Kobe had an ego, but Shaq had an ego. And, and one thing that people just seem to forget about: Shaq always came to camp out of shape. Kobe had enough of that, and he he held him accountable for it. And Shaq didn't shape, like that. They, they went three straight. What does that have to do with being there for practice? If my if I'm if we're both the best two players on the team, right. you have to be working as hard as me to hold this up, right? If I'm in the gym, you gotta be in the gym. You're, you're supposed to be my right hand. Well, not if you don't need to. Not if he's that dominant to where you don't have to. Well, Chamberlain. Yeah. Okay. But, so but, think about it like this. Think about it like this. This is a perfect example, right? So he was able to play with Kobe and not go to the gym during the summer, right? After he left, every team after that, and he got more out of shape, and more out of shape, and more out of shape. He won championships when he left. He, he won, won Yeah, but, but gradually but gradually over time, his his body started to break down. He's a he never sinner. He's, he's seven feet, 300 pounds. His knees are going to give out at some point. Absolutely. Generally speaking, absolutely. his history is going to deteriorate You're absolutely so right. You're, you're right, but if he has stayed in shape more years, don't you think that... More years would have put on his career? At one point, at what age would you say Shaq started to deteriorate? I said like 28. 28? Yeah. Is when he started to deteriorate. Like when, to I, when I started seeing the difference in his body, is what I'm saying. Like, not like not like him being like bad, but at like 28, he's, I can start seeing that he's going to gain more weight. Because before he was, you gotta remember, Shaq was kind of, he was buff, he was slim. He I, was, I would say like. I would say badly around like 32, 33. 32, 33? Like, like that was the Suns, yeah, right? Yeah, that's when it was like right. when they started now getting bad. Now name me one dominant center that you could think of that was really, really great past 32. Past 32? Yeah. Mm, I'd say Dave Robinson was pretty good. Uh, Hakeem. Hakeem. Yeah, Hakeem was definitely good. That's two so far. Uh, I, I mean, Carmelo to a maybe a lesser extent. You can say Carmelo to a lesser extent, but he kind of it was it was quick. Like it wasn't he wasn't there for a long time. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, I think when you look at Carmelo, I think people think about the Lakers and they just like, okay, yeah, at, at that age he was just bad, but prior to that he was still good, a good player. Either way, my thing is, yeah, my thing is like your point it has merit and it makes sense, but that's the trend in the NBA. Centers usually deteriorate. Disclaimer: That is Nate talking. That is not me. I, I truly believe LeBron James is the greatest NBA talent of all time. Yeah, it, I, I gotta be. I'm. I have to be partial. I have to be partial. I love Kobe, but I have to be partial. But, but enough of all this. You know, distractions. Wait, back to <clears throat> back to business. What's you remember? How old were you in two thousand? I was three years old. How old were you? About three. I was about three too, right? Uh-huh. What were you doing 
let's say in April of 2000. I, I was probably, um, I was probably gearing up for WrestleMania with my pops. I was probably watching a little bit of basketball here and there because I started pretty early. Right, so like great childhood memories. You? I don't know what I was doing either. Right. I know what Kobe was doing in April of 2000. What was he doing? He was playing against the Knicks one night. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was he's having a really good game, you know? Dropping buckets, irritating people. Yeah. Then, he ran into Chris Childs. Who's Chris Childs? I'm glad you asked. Chris, Chris Childs, uh... I forgot what position he played. He played point guard position. Point guard, right? And I guess at some point, Kobe really, really irritated. And Kobe likes to talk too. Yeah. So I guess Kobe talked a little too much. Uh huh. And Chris Child gave him a nice little uh, bop, bop to the uh-huh. chin. Yeah. Now, for all you millennials, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a, I don't know how to pronounce it, GIF. It's it's GIF, 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 whatever. GIF is peanut butter. There's a meme out if you ever seen it with Kobe getting two piece. Now let me ask you that. Why is that your top Kobe? Just to troll you. And in all honesty, there's a lot of great Kobe moments. I just like the he swung back though. He connect. He he connect. He connect. It ain't bad because they they start breaking it up. They start breaking it up. Did Kobe knees Kobe not, was knocking him out. Did Kobe knees not buckle after that two piece? Kobe was During the two piece. Kobe was gonna knock him out. Please answer the question. Well, Kobe was gonna knock him out. That's <laughs> a yes or no question. Kobe was gonna knock him out. Did his knees not buckle? Kobe, if you listening, my brother, you was gonna knock him clean, I know you was. Kobe, if you're listening, you don't give a damn about this. Because you're a five-time champion. Chris Charles did never want anything because he played for the New York Knicks. That speaks for itself. Gunshots. Gunshots. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kobe was smutty dancing. Alright. So, since we're on the topic of Kobe Bryant, we're not going to really, like, you know, put the transition in quite yet. Yeah, because, more business. Because, um, resident LeBron lover and resident Kobe hater Nick Wright of Fox Sports decided to say that Tim Duncan... Great power forward, one of the greatest of all time. I think the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Said that um, the peak of Tim Duncan was better. He had better teams, more MVPs, and was a better teammate. And overall, he had a better career than Kobe Bryant. Before, I don't want to go first on this. I actually want to start with Nate on this. Go ahead. So, here's my <clears throat> thoughts. How? Can you even say that Duncan had a better career than Kobe Bryant? They're very close. I'm not going to say that as far-fetched for this Let argument. Yeah, because yeah, like... Because Duncan is a great. He's, he's one of the best top 10, obviously. You know, you cannot count him um, But here's the issue. Why do you have a face? Oh, no, no. I was some, no, something else. Okay, I thought you were talking about you're not top 10. I was about to say you have a problem. Uh, so... Either or, Duncan literally was on the Spurs. Great teammate, won championships, five, the same amount as Kobe. So I don't understand how this is even an argument like this. Um, But Kobe Bryant was an electrifier. He was a finisher. He was clutch. He was a playmaker. He was a scorer. He did a lot for that team. And people don't understand that. Duncan, yes, was in the front court, you know, getting rebounds and, and doing what he had to do, but it wasn't, he wasn't playing people like Kobe Bryant was. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis, playing against Allen Iverson. Who was Duncan really going against? Only Dirk and uh, Garnett, really. Pretty much. Amari in his prime. That was, just, that was, just, and, and, and who else? Uh, uh, Dwight Howard. I mean, I mean, back in the day, talking about. I mean, I mean, I don't think he was guarding the white. No, they did. Yeah, the white, the white, put it on. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Go ahead. My thing is, with knowing how Kobe Bryant plays, his competition. I mean, his competitive spirit, the black mama. He 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 quiets the whole crowd with just a three-point shot. 
He could take the, the confidence out your entire team by shooting a three-point shot, looking at your best player, and saying, I got you now. No one was fearful of Duncan. No one was fearful. No I'm talking about people, people. People knew that Duncan was a great player. Don't get me wrong. Okay. No one was fearful. People people said, oh, I can lock him up. It's some people have. Yeah, his fundamentals are great, but can you score outside of that? I'm sure people have locked up Kobe, too. Yeah, people have locked up people Kobe. Locked up Kobe. I'm not going to say locked them up. Points people have locked up Kobe, but Shot Kobe's unstoppable. Kobe was unstoppable. He's still scoring no matter what. The volume should be good, of course. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's what volume shooters do. I mean, he could shoot 40% from the field. At the end of the day, who are you giving the ball to in the fourth quarter? The whole 12 minutes. Who are you giving the ball? Well, that's, that's, well that, that's a little unfair considering the no, fact. No, it's not. No, no, I'm Because if I had Shaq. No. If I, if I had a big man and I had Shaq, I'd give it to Shaq all day. That's easy to say, but you would want to give it to Kobe because Kobe could bring the ball up. You have to rely on somebody to get. No. To... No, I don't. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I do not. Why would I have Kobe to has the all right, Kobe has the ability to bring the ball up the court. Okay. For Tim Duncan, you gotta rely on somebody to somebody get him the somebody, ball. Up, all a point guard has to do is be able to dribble up the court and pass. That's it. Right? Mm, yeah, but what if they what if they don't allow Tim Duncan to get the ball? And they didn't allow Kobe to get the ball? You can give Kobe the ball and he can bring the ball up. Is my point. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to rely on somebody else to get him. Wouldn't that be easier for Duncan? Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Kobe can do anything. He can do everything. But but I think the thing is, we're not debating about players. We're just we're talking about, about better career. career. Exactly. Right. And career wise, I'm giving it to Kobe no matter what. Or I'm giving think it. About, I'm think giving about it what it. Okay, if you're thinking about it like that, he had the greatest coach. Ever coach. I mean Kobe had Phil Jackson. That's it. Popovich and Duncan were together for their his entire career. And every championship Phil Jackson. Every championship Kobe was with Phil Jackson. But he also had down with Phil Jackson as well and he also was going in and out. So it wasn't like yeah. So that that doesn't help the dynamic of the team. All Popovich did was make the Spurs better every single year. Right, but he had Tim Duncan to help lead that, Look at that team. culture. What are you talking about? Look at the team. Your whole team, their whole team was stacked. Stacked? What was the, in the last 20 years, their whole team was stacked. stacked. Stacked meaning what? Meaning they had either two to three players that were elite or future Hall of Famers. At all times. At all times, every single year. Wait, wait, With the Hall of Famer as a coach. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you consider Manu Ginobili to be elite at one point? Manu, of course. An elite, he was what, an elite six shooting man? guard. He was an elite. No, no, no. He was an he elite, was an six, elite man. six man. Yeah, he was an elite six man, okay. but that's still elite. That's still someone off the bench you can depend on no matter what. Every single game. Every single game. You can depend on Manu. Tony Parker. Tony Parker was elite. Of course. Yeah. He was so he was on he's teetering on the point of being a superstar if we think who we really think about. Yeah, Brent Barry. You had a you, it's a lot of people on the Spurs team in the last fifteen years that are Hall of Famers. Or that can be a Hall of Famer in the future. Right. So you saying that because Tim Duncan had the better team that Kobe should get more credit for what he accomplished. We're talking about Well, I see that was the point I was gonna make because I think his because what Nick Wright brought up was Kobe had well it's not Tim Duncan had better teams. And what Kobe was doing with teams that you know, the second option was Lamar Odom. No disrespect to Lamar Odom, really good player, but outside of that you had a young Andrew Bynum at one point, you had Kwame Brown, Chris Mem, Smush Parker, Samaki Walker, like those are play like those are players that you're not gonna really remember. So are we really gonna hold that against them? We sh- well, we should, but we also should uh, point out the fact that Tim Duncan also had a period after they won in 2006-2007. They didn't make to a final since... They didn't make it to a finals until 2014. Mm-hmm. 
and and it's not like they had a drop off because they kept the same core for a very very long, very time. long time. Yeah. So why is it that held against Duncan? Because there was no drop off in the productivity of Duncan, but neither was Kobe when he was. Uh, playing with scrubs. If anything, his play elevated because he played with the players he played with. So why why is that being held against him? And and people don't call him a bad teammate. And this is this is what bothers me. And this is the same thing I um I felt with Russell Westbrook in the 2016-2017 se- uh, season. You have you don't have a lot of scoring options. So you have to do a whole lot to get your team involved and it's not like they don't try to get their team involved because we see it i mean we see it in any assist numbers but sometimes the assist just don't suffice to actual results he has to be the one to carry the team that was kobe bryant after shaq left that was kobe bryant and i think we want to think people want to uh dismiss him because of what he was doing he wasn't passing the ball much and whatnot but just pay attention to when he actually got weapons around him. He actually started facilitating more. He took, he took the Kobe shots, but he was facilitating more. So I think we have to really realize what you know what dynamics go on when you're playing with some pieces and when you're playing with people who shouldn't even be on the same floor as you. Right. What do you think about that? I agree with you, but I still think that Tim Duncan had the better career. See, he might not be the better. He's not the better player, but he had the better career. See, here's the thing, and I don't think the, the gap is not large at all. And I think Nick Wright made it seem like it was a large gap between the two. Yeah. Because outside of MVPs, which Kobe should have three, but we're not going to discuss that. He should have three MVPs. Um, he doesn't have. He only has two Finals MVPs. I believe Duncan has three. Other than that, they're neck and neck. I, I, I'm actually not actually no, because I mean, you could factor in. What would you want? To say? I was gonna say Rookie of the Year too with Duncan. Yeah. Other than that, first team NBA's has him beat. Second team NBA's has him beat. All Star games has him beat. All Star game MVPs has him beat. There's a lot of things that. Kobe has done and I think the significance of the MVP is going to undermine Kobe um, from Duncan I don't think it's particularly fair because if you look at the numbers then you know you'll say okay I know the team stunk but this guy was dominating this year why was he MVP and I think only a Kobe hater would say you know he didn't have he didn't have the um he didn't have the good enough record to win the MVP, so that's why he didn't win it. That's fine, but look at the numbers. They're gaudy. True. Yeah. So we So all in our final take, you say Kobe had the better career. I say Duncan and you say I say Kobe, but it's not a wide margin between the two. No, it's not a wide margin. Yeah, I think it's close, but I it's just, very, very close. Very, very close. There's no way that Duncan can literally have a better career than I, I just don't understand that. Like when Duncan, like you know, retiring, goes whatever. It's not gonna be. It's not the same as Kobe retiring. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about. Like I get, I get, I get. You talking about the like impact? Yeah. yeah. Like this, like the career-wise, that that means your career. Like that, that's the impact. Whatever career that you had, that's the impact you're gonna get. Now Kobe left, and the whole world stopped. You're forgetting that. But I also think it's a, it's also a marketing thing too. He Kobe knew how to market himself. Tim Duncan did. Okay, but that's, 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 not what, that's not what I'm talking. If about. you would have put Tim Duncan in the big market like L.A. Or Kawhi Leonard has no personality at all, and he at the end of the day, if he wanted to retire tomorrow, he would start looking at him. But but you he had but, a good career. Yeah, that's true. But Kobe retiring also had a cultural impact. How big of an impact does Kawhi Leonard have on a culture of outside of basketball? Are we talking career? I'm not talking about impact. I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about career-wise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, career-wise. But you just include the fact that the world stopped when Kobe retired. But yes, because of the career that he had. Exactly. But in the career, it's also it has a lot. You know, the marketing. True, yeah. it has something to do with marketing. But what you guys gotta understand is that Kobe is 
he just you guys I feel like you guys some people don't give Kobe his credit. Not, not <laughs> I give Kobe me. a lot of credit. To <laughs> no, me he's don't. top five. I just don't have him above certain people. But to me That's he's fine. a top five player of That's all fine. time. No, I, have no I give Kobe a how? Bro, bro, listen. That's the conversation we cannot have now. We got, we got to move on. How? I don't have him as number one. They don't matter. Yeah, we, we got to move on. That's another conversation for another day. Okay. All right, next segment. All right, so Urban Meyer, head football coach of the House State Buckeyes, was recently suspended for three games in connection with the investigation that was conducted by the Ohio State University for covering up his wide receiver coach for many, many years. Wait, did you just say the Ohio State? Don't play with me. Did you say them? Don't play with me. Continue. Don't play with me. Continue. I'm sorry. So, the Zach... <laughs> Where was I? You so want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do this? The Ohio State. Stop playing with me, man. I'm just saying. So basically, long story short, Zach Smith he beat his wife on numerous occasions, and Courtney Smith, the the wife of Zach, is friends with Shelley, the wife of Urban Meyer, and Brad McMurphy, former ESPN analyst. Dropped the screenshots of the text message threads, and <clears throat> still there were House State fans denying it and saying it's not true. This is Photoshop, this and that, blah blah blah. Yeah. And during the press conference after the suspension was laid down, we found out it was true. But when I got to, when I tell y'all, it was. One of the least genuine apologies I've ever seen. I'm not joking. And this, and as you know, if you've been following us from the start, I'm a Michigan fan. But, and and I guess you could say you can disqualify me for, you know, talking about this because obviously I'm have some type of bias. But scratch all that. This is a big problem to me because why are... I don't get why coaches get passes for doing for letting these things slide. Let a player do something like this. Let a player put his hands on a woman. What do you think is going to happen to him? He's out of the league. He he's he suspension. His his scholarship is gone. He's off the team. All of that. And what I don't understand is now this this there's a lot of layers to this. I was watching a press conference. Now, one apology to Courtney. That's as negligent as it gets. That, that's ridiculous. Now, one apology. Then he says that when the currents happened in 2009, when both guys were with Florida, that he wasn't really grown up to know what the, the veracity of domestic violence is. Grown man. He's a you're a grown man, you don't know what domestic violence is. Come on now. And also he claims to have a uh, prescription that has him have memory loss. Now I wanna tell you the significance of that. This was the same guy that said I remember everything from the 2009 SEC Championship game where he was with Florida and he was playing against Alabama. I I I mean I don't I don't even know what to say. And it's it's this is not the Michigan fan of me talking like I sound like I like I'm saying again. I don't I, he got me with a slap on the wrist. I mean just the negligence and I I, I don't get why the NCAA didn't look into this themselves. But actually, I do. Because Urban Meyer has coach's privilege. Right. Behind Nick Saban, who is the most popular head coach in college football? It's not Jim Harbaugh. It's Urban Meyer. I would have said Les Miles. Les Miles not even coaching. 
Oh, you mean now? Now. So, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So he has coach's privilege, and that's the only reason he why he didn't get fired. And honestly, this is this is a really big loss for the NCAA, with all all the things that's going on with their their selfishness and refusal to pay players. This is a really really bad look for them. But I want to know what y'all think about this. I mean, to only get three games, it was a slap on the wrist. I just, I don't know. Like you said, he wasn't genuine. No apology to Courtney. And, I mean, I don't know. And what what bothered me, and, and like I said, and this this this, go back, this goes back to the um, Josh Hader situation, where he was upset talking to the media afterwards when he found out that his tweets resurfaced on the internet. You know when a person is sorry and you know when a person is mad they got caught. Yeah. Urban Mike was mad they got caught. And I had a lot of discussions with my friends about this and you can correct me if I'm wrong but the um the job of a head coach is not to strictly coach the football team. Make them become better players. It's also to make them become better men. And let's look back at Urban Meyer's track record with that. When he was with Florida, 41 players was arrested. 41. Mm. When Zeke was caught up in the domestic violence situation, although it's unproven now, he didn't say anything about it. He knew nothing about it. And considering the track record of a guy that basically faked his faked a heart attack out of a job, NCAA should have been on this because we we know he is as shady as he gets. I just feel like my thing is how can you possibly know that your coach, your assistant coach the person that you trust with your team and your players is beating on his wife and you're hiding that. But let one of your players do this and so long gone, you don't care about them. You're not going to say anything. You're not going to teach them any lessons. You're not going to suspend them. You're not going to do anything. You're going to let the, N- the, the, the NCAA handle that, right? As a coach, you're supposed to teach kids better. Teach these men how especially to be at co- Especially at the college level especially too. Especially in just... college. So if, you, if you're my head coach, I'm looking at you to make sure that my team is ran correctly. So that doesn't mean behind the scenes that my coaches are, are hitting people, you know, their wives and stuff like that. And three games? How are you suspended for three games when you're hiding something like Dude, that? that's on Gene Smith. That's, that's absolutely it that's is. Not, that's absolutely not absolutely it is. That means you don't care about domestic violence. Yeah, you don't care about anything. And, and, and this is this is um this is one of the biggest problems because domestic violence. Why, when we why when a domestic violence case comes up, we always gotta ask so many questions. Yeah. Someone wow. said on Twitter, "What did what did uh, Courtney do to piss off Zach Smith?" Like that's that's that's, that's that even funny? That, it's it's not funny. It's ridiculous right. that we have to ask so many questions when a man is being on a woman. Why? And but and that's the thing. I think he knew he was untouchable to the point where he could do this. He's not gonna lose his job. And that's on Urban. I think Urban just has that like a culture that follows him. Where if you do something, he won't. He doesn't give a damn. He yeah, wants to win saying. football he games. Wants he win. wants yeah, to yeah. win. Doesn't matter to him. Whatever happens, happens. All he wants to do is worry about his players winning the game. He doesn't care about their the players. He doesn't care about them. And, and a lot of people brought up, oh, you can't tr- keep track about what your play like what your coaches and players are doing. But As when coach, when you, but when you're when you're friends with with Urban and Shelly and they're you know. 
relaying messages. You mean to tell me they don't talk about these things? There's no signs yeah. that something was going on? I don't believe that. When they say, I don't, I didn't know anything. Are you kidding me? Let's like, just say. Let's just say. even said, I'm, I'm going to tell. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we don't know if that was actually the case. Right. But right. It, it's, just a, it's just a sign. You know when someone is feeling down because, yeah. you know, something is happening at home. Are we going to talk about it? No, but you you just know. People just know. My thing is, let's just say, even if he didn't want to turn him into the police or fire him or anything like that, where's the conversations of you being a friend or, you know, you being a, a co-worker, knowing that, you're per- knowing that this person is going through something or doing something wrong, why don't you just tell him, hey, maybe you should stop. Maybe you should actually, you know, get therapy. Maybe this or that. Yeah, you don't let it go on for six years. You don't let it keep going on for six years. Yeah, you don't, no written you don't, report, no nothing. You don't just... say anything. As a friend to both of the wife and the husband, if you're a friend as much as the the husband to the wife, then you would say something. You're not going to let your, your friend get beat on. But you're going to be there for her. So who are you for? Your team or, you know, people? Because I forget, people forget that this world, we're not supposed to be killing each other. We're not supposed to be harming each other. You're my, you're my, my husband. You're my wife. I'm supposed to protect you, not hurt you. We need to pay more attention to domestic violence. This is not a game. It's not a joke. That's not something to forget about or brush off. That's a serious topic, and it happens every single day. So three games to a lot of people, a lot of women, and a lot of men that have has been to therapy and been to, 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 to. Housings and stuff or, like that, or even witness their mother, yeah. their their Anybody. sister yeah, getting beat on. Like mm. you guys gotta understand, that's a slap in the face. That's saying I don't really care. Okay. I'm just gonna you do know, something you know, just so they, you can be quiet. They, this was a band aid solution. We we gonna say they're gonna say. Okay, we're not gonna fire you, but we want to show people that we 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 care about this type of stuff. Yep. You failed with three games. Three games. You failed. Can I get? Oh. How about how about how about we suspend them for six games, no pay? How about we do something like that? Maybe I'll think about it. I just feel like you guys should do a little bit more than just that. Yeah, do better, cause like one thing we gotta do, and this I'm not trying to you know revert back to our Tupac song, but we got we gotta protect our women. Definitely. We have to protect our women. That's first and foremost. But one one more point I want to make. I think I mentioned this to Ohio State. Uh, the Ohio State was investigating this. But back, I forgot, I want to say it was 2010. Former head coach Jim Trussell was fired because he. it was discovered that his players were selling their jerseys for tattoos. Selling. Who investigated that? NCAA. The NCAA. And why did they investigate it? Because players were getting profit. Yep. They were getting profit. And under any circumstances, that can't happen. But a domestic violence case is on our hands, but well, we don't like the school handle it. Yeah, and you, you expect a coach that has been winning games every single year, you expect the school to fire him? Come on now. Come on now. We know better than that. The NCAA is has gotta be one of the worst ran organizations in the world. One of the worst. Because yeah. the, the hypocrisy of this, the negligence, and just the like, just being just being out of touch with reality in general. It's literally like and what's so funny about the sport of football. Is that it's so loved, but both the NFL and the and the NCAA are both having issues with rank. Like the organization is just terrible in football. Even and just in general, it's just, just it's yeah. just bad. Like everything about it, it's just bad. And we love the sport. We love the players. We love you know. We love watching that game. That that game is a big part of our lives. But it's just ran so bad and so backwards. We're very backwards. Like, football, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. Oh. Just just so I, you know, I'm going to cap this off by saying this. If I was working for the NCAA, I would play back a tape. Now, 
Rick Pitino last year was fired because he was under investigation paying players and bringing strippers along to um, campuses so he could get players to play for the, for um, Louisville. What did Urban Meyer say? Anybody who lies about a scandal should be fired. Mm. Mm. Well, it's time to pay the piper. He said it. He said it, and nothing's happened to him. And I know how the story ends. The how State will go two and one in their in the games without Urban Meyer, but what will happen at the end of the season? They'll be holding up the national championship trophy. Pretty much. I know how this ends. Next segment. All right, last segment. What's on your mind? So, tell them. Start off with you. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Um, well, Nate kind of piggybacked what was on my mind. The thing that's on my mind is football, and just the sport of football. Period. Like Nate touched on, we all love football. We love to watch it. Grew up on it. But it seems like lately, over the past few years, there's been so much controversy that it makes it kind of hard to enjoy the sport because there's so many other outside things going on. You have domestic violence. You have um, rule changes. You have new playoff methods in the NCAA politics. And it's just... It's almost to a point where it's starting to ruin football. Mm-hmm. And you kind of question what's the future of football as a sport, not just as the NFL or the NCAA, but just period. And, I mean, I don't have any solutions or any ideas for it, but I just think something needs to be done in terms of structure, whether it's a whether it's a collective thing between NCAA or NFL or separate, something has to be done. Because... I mean, it's just, it's going to get to a point where nobody wants to watch football. That's true. Because there's too many things going on, and it's just, a, it's distracting them from what it should be about. It's like a circus now. Exactly. So, I have, an, I have a solution. I don't have a solution for it. Well, the national anthem thing, just let players do what they want. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. either side is not going to be happy. And you don't want to see like your left your left wing or your right wing because people, especially the right wing, they they're serious about. They're not actually serious, in my opinion. I think you know I think they're bluffing, but they will really really hit hit hard on like I'm tired of watching football. I'm tired of watching millionaires protest for a problem that's not theirs. You know, but for the actual rule changes, I got a solution. Stop changing the damn rules. Like football is yeah, a violent is, sport. Yeah. This this is what players grew up learning, how to tackle, how to do this and that. You you completely switching the techniques, and now they don't know how to play football anymore because you're taking the one thing that they learned thoroughly. You're taking away from them, and it's not fair. Yeah, I think the NFL has to learn that by them trying to make football quote unquote safe, they're compromising the actual play of football, and they're compromising. The way people played the game their whole lives, it's gonna be a it's, it's more offense now than it is defense. Absolutely, in the NFL. yeah, I exactly. Think that's, that's another ploy on yeah. the NFL because offense sells and people want to see touchdowns and people score, but right, def- defense matters too. Right, Nate, what's on your mind? Now, um, this is gonna be a little different. What's on my mind is the evolution of a sport that nobody really pays attention to unless you're into that sport. Or, you know, um, someone brings you to it. Golf. You talk about golf, Brandon? You talk about <laughs> Hell golf? Hell no. No, of course not. You ain't even let me answer. Okay. Now, okay, talk about it. I'll talk about golf. You like golf? Yeah, it's cool. So, I like what they're doing here. Tiger Woods, you guys know who that is? Yeah, no. I do. No. Phil Mickelson. I you guys do. know who that I is? I know who that is. Who? Okay. So. Nickelback. Yeah, you know who, you know who <laughs> These top tier golfers, pro golfers, versus each other, November 23rd, 
in Las Vegas for $9 million. One-on-one. Mono-a-mono. That is a game that I'll probably watch. Why? Because you have, think about it like this. It's like a one-on-one for basketball. But just in golf. That's something interesting. They're putting money to... They want to know who's the best. I'm tired of seeing 19 people go against each other on a golf course. I want to see someone play one other person let's see who the best is out of those two, right? Now that brings... That's like a fight in my head. That's exciting. That's what I want to see. So I feel like golf should do things more like this. So people can actually get into it. Because we like the competitive spirit. We love that. Yeah. We want to see who's the best. We want to see who's top dog. I agree. And that's what, you know, um, basketball's missing sometimes. That's what football's missing. But there's no there's no one-on-one. We don't know who's the best. But these two are the greatest that we've seen in what? 10 years? Almost 20 years? That's the best sport. You know, when I when I heard about that, I thought about one thing. I thought about hockey. When a couple of years ago they changed the overtime rules where it's three on three. Yeah. You had three best players on the ice and you battle out to see who's gonna win in the overtime. Yeah. I love that rule. Okay. I love this thing golf is doing. I'm not a fan of golf at all. Nope. And the fact that they have two of the most popular golfers in the world going one on one, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'm gonna be playing a close eye to it. Yeah. Because that that's you gotta give the fans what they want. Yeah. And I think we seen, you know, with the tours and everything, we seen, you know, Woods and Mickelson, Woods and Mickelson at one point. And, you know, we had then you had the rest of the field. But this time you get to see a one on one. That's yeah. that's that's a great thing. Yeah. That's a that's a great job by Two golf. giants going against each other. Yes, that you I think you think Tiger's gonna catch uh Jack Nicholas? Mm, I'm not too sure, but the way he's playing lately, it looks like he's going back to the. He could have won. Yeah, he he just made won. a couple of mistakes, but True. he could have. But look how far he's came. I mean, he was injured. Oh, so so I gotta be the pessimist there. What do you mean? You don't because think so? cause, bro, how many times over the past couple of years we have said Tiger is back? He's gonna win a major. No, this time is different. but how is it different? Because the past couple of years he's come close. No, this is the no, same scenario. No, like, like this. But but I, I, I and the only the only thing that's different is that he's healthy. I. Get it. That's the major difference. It's, it's the major difference, but now. at the same time, bro, we've seen this. He may be healthy, but we don't know where his mind is. His mind is perfectly fine right now. He's he's he almost literally just won. That's he just that's cool. But what, how many times in the past couple of years we have heard Tiger he almost just won? Okay, but this time is way different. He literally was right there. Just made a couple minor mistakes that he's gonna learn from, and now he's gonna win against. Phil All right. I'm going to put myself on the spot. If Tiger Woods wins a major within the span of now mm-hmm. to next August, mm-hmm. I'll buy you guys fries from any place of your choice. Deal? Sounds good. You heard that, Tiger? I want some fries, Danny. Me too. <laughs> and I'm not sharing. Me either. I want large. Large? You, you got it. You got it. Have to... You got it. All right, so what's on my mind? So today, the San Francisco 49ers traded linebacker Eli Harold to the line. I said to the Lions, right? Yeah, to the Lions. Yeah, they traded him to the Detroit Lions for a seventh-round pick. Now, you may wonder what is the significance of this trade, but I'm going to tell you. It wasn't just two guys on the San Francisco 49ers that was protesting during the National Anthem. There was three. You you always hear about Eric Reed, you always hear about Colin Kaepernick, but one person you never hear of is Eli Harold. So would you look at that in the in the span of twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen, not twenty seventeen twenty eighteen, all three of them are without a team. Well, well, Eric Reed and Kaepernick are not on the team. Harold just got traded for a seventh round pick. Pretty insulting, I would say. Eli Harold's not a bad player. And I'm afraid that we're going to reach the point where we're going to see more and more people that aren't particularly producing in a, in a specific year get ousted off, whether it's to a free agency or via trade. And one person I do fear this for is 
wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins, Kenny Stills. Now, Kenny Stills has been one of the most vocal guys about social justice, you know, next to Malcolm Jenkins and whatnot. And I feel like if there is a drop-off in productivity, he will be the next person to get released. And, I, and you know, Malcolm Jenkins could be one of those guys too. But then again, we also have to realize who was the owners of of the particular teams. Jeffrey Lurie has been in support of his players with the social justice stuff. Stephen Ross, not so much. Remember, this is the guy that said, if you protest the national anthem, you'll be suspended and you will be fined. Mm -hmm. So, let's look at that. Kenny Stills, I hope you ball out. I really do. And anyone who has a issue with, you know, the 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 rule that NFL put in place or just, you know, being intact with social issues, I truly 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 hope you ball because these owners are coming for your job and they're coming for your money and they will not care. You want to know why? Because you decided to quote unquote disrespect America, cost them quote unquote money. When all it is is just an illusion. You're not costing them anything. They just don't like what you're protesting. How you felt about the Elway comments? About oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Why does it seem like the guys that support Donald Trump are just liars? They take after him. Donald Trump is a liar. And, so, and it seems like the people that do support him, they are liars too. Because they try to push a narrative. Yeah, and even when Colin Kaepernick is out doing good stuff for the community and whatnot, they still want to keep his name in their mouths in a negative way, and because they have a, they still have the collusion case. They still have they the have coll- to- They, I mean, they still have the collusion case, but why still talk about him when all all he is to a lot of people and a lot of fans is a distraction? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think. That John Elway should be really ashamed of himself. The yeah. fact that he would he would just lie like that. I wouldn't say he lied, but it was misleading. It was misleading. Yeah, I, okay, okay, that was, it was misleading. Was, it, the information was true, but he was just misleading with what he was saying. Yeah, and it, it made it seem like Colin. It, 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 from what it sounded like, if you had no idea what was being said, it sounded like. Oh, Colin Kaepernick was given a job, but he felt like he had an eagle too big to uh, take a certain job. Yeah. That's why. That's the way I took it. And I feel like that should, it's completely disingenuous and it's so unfair to him. And if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I don't want to be back in this league. And um, I think he should just continue doing his social justice work. Yeah, unless Diddy buys the Panthers, then I'll then he should go back. He ain't buy. Well, I think that's done. So, you know. But, you know, Lisa wasn't Lisa wasn't a right wing guy. You know, buying the team. You you already know what his policies would have been. So, you know. So there's that. Was this fun? Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun. It's always fun. Now, I know we said he's gonna do great week. We still gonna do great week. One of these days, we will. But, but, <laughs> but, next episode will be our NFL prediction shows. Please, no bias. We don't. We are, bias. don't no, talk to I'm me. I can, I have nothing to be biased of. Let's biased. talk to Nate about that. Hey, I mean, my team did just win the Super Bowl, but you know, we can talk about that next week. Yawn. So we're gonna talk about division winners. Even throwing a little bit of bold predictions. Mm-hmm. And our Super Bowl picks. All right. Oh, and award and awards, of course. King Green, King Green. And that's where we will end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long shot, but hey, you got to, you know, anything. That, that's more than a long shot, Mike. There's guy. always a Cinderella team. There's always a Cinderella yeah, team, man. Yeah, and, and if anyone is going to it's be, it's also called Super Bowl Hangover. So. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think we have that. I mean, you're only three in the preseason, so y'all should but watch out. But that's a preseason. You should watch out. That's a preseason. Y'all didn't score any points against the Browns defense. That's a preseason. They just lost five. That's a pretty good defense. 
five to nothing. You're a Super Bowl. That means my team. defense was pretty good. That's, I mean, I mean, baseball, if we're, if we're, if we're being fair, scores. if we're being fair, Nick Foles did look pretty bad in both games. So, but are we talking about Carson Wentz or what are we talking? about? I mean, Carson, I mean, Nick Foles might be might be starting week one, so you got to yeah. be a little bit concerned. I'm not concerned at all. And you know what? You you may have something going on because last time we did worry about Nick Foles, he ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, yeah. so no, you worried about Nick Foles? I think everyone did. The way he played, yeah, everyone did. Come on now, don't do that. Don't try to play. I like worry that. going towards like the playoffs, but not the Super Bowl. Well, we want to talk about this next week. So, for the three of us, we say peace out and see you next week.